All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We continue on. Sports 1440, Jason Greger Show, also live on Orders Nation YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, where the orders are still getting lots of lots of respect, lots of respect to PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, almost pick them slight, slight underdog uh, today in uh, in Florida, but not much. Now the orders have won six of their last seven games in Florida, and that's a team that uh, hey, that's a place they win. And uh, you know what? You can't explain it sometimes. Some teams just have success in certain places. Like, why was Leon Dreisaitl beating up Nashville for fun? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's Pecorino. It's UC Saros. He just lights them up. Well, uh, the orders, they go into uh, Florida. They have success. Winners of six of the last seven games. Now, it is time for Help Your Neighbor. So we've been doing this for last month, courtesy of uh, Legacy Heating and Cooling. And we, uh, we enter everybody in. People have had a chance every 4 o'clock hour to, uh, to listen to the station and uh, try to get in. And uh, if they get in, today, uh, if we call your name, you will, of course, win the uh, Google Vest or uh, Echobee Thermostat, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, and a pair of tickets to the Orders Wild Game on December 8th. But then most importantly, you're going to gift somebody in your life. The person that, because you had to send in to Connor so he would have it on our sheets. We have our draw box right here. You see the old uh, 1440 draw box. And... Um, you had to put the name of the person before so we would know who it's going to be. Uh, can't be someone that lives with you. They have to reside in Edmonton and uh, be within well, a hundred kilometer radius of Edmonton. All right. They're going to get a brand new installed Goodman, a high efficiency furnace, uh, all the inspection fees, permit, all that, the thermostat, removal and disposal of old furnace, five-year labor, 10-year parts, warranty, everything. All right. So here, let's do the draw. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. If I call your name, that means you have won. All right, so we're pulling it out. And it is Jeremy Locke. Jeremy Locke. 
phone number uh, 9391. So uh, the con man will, uh, hey, we'll try to get Jeremy on the line. Big winner. Now, I know who he's, uh, and we'll try to get the uh, the person he's going to gift it to because I know who it is here, but uh, maybe they're listening, so I want to say. So uh, we'll, uh, let's get, jeez, uh, Con's been working the phones. Here you go. There's his uh, number. You can, give him, uh, you can give him a call, Con man. See if, uh, see if he answers. All right. We'll we do that. Get to a few quick texts. Hey, guys, uh, great show. Our GM's really messed up our goalie situation. I still think giving uh, the Minnesota Wild a pick so they could get the Swedish blue chip goalie is going to be a nightmare that uh, lives with us forever. Holland, the ex-goalie, has missed big time. How is he going to fix this? I'm not sure he can. He should be gone from uh, Alexander. Well, hey, now the thing about Wallstead, we'll see. Um, You know what? Guys playing well in the American League doesn't mean they're going to play well in the NHL. So I have no idea. I get why. I'm guessing their theory was we have Skinner and we have Rodriguez, and we think those two guys are developing. I'm going to guess. I don't know, but I'm going to guess that was part of their uh, thought process. So, all right. Okay, cons. Yes. Hey, we got uh, Jeremy on the line. Jeremy, how you doing? Good, Jason. Pretty good uh, uh, circumstance for Monday, I'd say. Oh, buddy, it's pretty good. Um, So, now... um, you're uh, Connor. Uh, you're, so you have a brother. That's who you want to you want to gift this uh, package to your brother, correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's my older brother, so he'll be nice and surprised. Hopefully, here. Okay, so he doesn't know anything about this. No, I have yet to mention it. So I'm kind of on pins and needles here. Oh, all right. Well, I think Connor Cons. You have his. Uh, is it now? What's your brother's name? Uh, it's Evan. Evan. Evan, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm here. Evan, all right. So uh, your brother Jeremy, um, he put, went into the concert here. It's called Help Your Neighbor. And uh, he enters. He gets a prize for himself. He gets some tickets and some other stuff. But the main prize he has to give to someone. And so uh, he put your name as the person that uh, he is going to give. Do you want to guess on what you're going to win? Man, I, the contests are always good that, that you run. I, I don't really have a clue. Maybe some tickets or... Some, some some sort of event? Uh, no, no. Well, if you like event, this is this is more of a this is a big event, I think. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to tell him or do you want me to tell him? Uh, I'll leave it to you, Jason. You probably have it uh, better lined up. So, okay. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Jeremy, you told us uh, on air uh, that um, you know you're you're a single father of two, correct? Oh, that that was the incorrect part. Oh. He's a father of two, though. Oh, okay, he's father of two. Okay. Yeah, um, father too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, he said you were in dire need of a brand new furnace. Oh, wow. Well, you're going to get a brand new high-efficiency furnace from Legacy Heating and Cooling. You get the, uh, the Honeywell uh, thermostat. You get the, the removal and disposal of your old furnace, five-year labor, 10-year parts, and a lifetime heat exchange warranty on your furnace. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Do you need a new furnace? Uh, you know, and... Uh, probably not at the end of the life, but you know what? We won't say no to a to, to a new one. I definitely could use it. So it's near the end, but it's not a, like it hasn't conked out on you, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, but you don't want to wait that long, I guess. Right? No, no, not that long at all. Well, uh, I guess uh, I guess you might have to owe your brother a case of beer or something. Yeah, maybe a couple. <laughs> oh, there you go, good brother. Well, uh, that's awesome, fellas. We like it. Uh, thanks for listening to Sports 1440. Uh, stay on the line so Connor gets all your information. And uh, you guys got a brand new furnace, courtesy of Legacy. Perfect, awesome. Thank you. Well, there you go. Just like that's good. Uh, good brother combination. Uh, young kids, young family. 
I like what I like his honesty. Well, it's not on the last legs, but yeah, we could use it. So that's a good sign. It's a really good sign. So we like it. Nice. All right. So uh, thanks to everyone who uh, who uh, entered into the draw. We had, uh, you know, there's lots of deserving people we know out there. Obviously, um, you know, there's many that we would love to give it to, to but um, I can't get everyone all the time. So thanks, everybody who listened and, and entered and uh, some uh, heartwarming stories. Uh, uh, I made Connor pick this year because always tough because there's so many people that are like, God, he's really deserving. So uh, Con Man was the uh, the one who uh, picked the name uh, um, beforehand. Well, I should say he put all the, uh, I put my hand in the, uh, in the thing, but Connor actually was the one who picked it out first, if we're being 100% honest, because we have to do it beforehand, otherwise we never get the people live on air. So uh, Cons picked it out and then uh, gave me the name. Cons, um, were you nervous? Because last year I did it, and I didn't like Well, I shouldn't say I didn't like it, but you're just like, man, there's so many willing people, uh, deserving people. Well, I mean, it, it started, Gregor, throughout the entirety of this contest. I know a lot of times we did code words, but <clears throat> we also did people that could deserve it. And some of the stories, it's just kind of, it's heart-wrenching, right? You want to be able to give away 10, 15 to people around the city that could potentially need a furnace this season, uh, especially as the temperatures are getting closer to dropping. But, uh, yeah, um, glad it's going to go to someone in need for sure. And uh, But, yeah, it's tough because you, you want to make sure it goes to a, someone who really could use it. Well, I get a little choked up. I get it because uh, you, you deal with them more. So you interact and you talk to them a lot off the air to a lot of the winners. And so Cons, I think, really, uh, really feels how many people are deserving of it. So uh, a big shout-out to, to uh, Bobby and Steve at um at legacy because uh they're the ones this was their idea they came up last summer um not last summer i guess that was the summer of 2022 and uh, i went for lunch with bobby he was talking about i want to do a a giveaway and uh, i said hey man i just want to give away a furnace kind of a cool idea and i well that was awesome but the thing about giving away a furnace is like what if you just have a new house right and then you get the furnace well you don't necessarily need the furnace so we, we brainstormed and we came up well what if you get to pick somebody because usually you're going to know somebody who needs a new furnace or is on the brink of needing a new furnace. And uh, I think that makes it a little bit better. So that's, uh, it's always deserving something like that. Like, it, hey, everybody can use a pair of tickets at any time. We all get that. Right. But um, like for me, for instance, our furnace is like five years old. I don't need a new furnace. But maybe your neighbor or somebody else could use one. So uh, that would be, uh, that would be way better. So uh, congratulations. There we go. Hey, boys, I love this contest. Even though I didn't win, I still think it's great. Thanks for having it. That one comes in from uh, Nick. Well, Nick, hey, you know what? Good attitude. I appreciate that. You're right. We'd love uh, The odds are pretty good. It's one out of 20, right? We do it for four weeks every weekday. And uh, I know uh, Legacy, they love the feedback they get. Uh, they love just helping out people. And so we'll, we'll probably do it again uh, next year. So, hey, guys, uh, great idea. Good timing for a furnace. It's an outstanding one. You're a legend for charity from Ty. Well, hey, Ty, I want I don't want to take credit for this one. This is uh, you know, this is all those guys. Their generosity, like they give they give away all of this. It's unbelievable. So you know, we provide the tickets, but that's minor compared to the uh, to the furnace. And um, you know, you get the uh, Echo B smart thermostat or the Google Nest in your home, which is a, a nice little uh, cool bonus, which is awesome. Hey boys, uh, big picture question. What do you consider a successful season for Knobloch from Coach Mike? Well, they got to make the playoffs, don't they? If, if they don't make the playoffs, there's, there's no chance it's considered a success. So number one is playoffs. Now, once you get to the postseason, there's no guarantees, right? Tampa Bay, well, we've talked about it before. Look at their, tri their trials and tribulations before they won. 
conference final. Then they make it all the way to the Stanley Cup final in 2015. Then they lose. Then 2016, they lose in the second round. 2017, they don't even make the playoffs. 2018, they lose in the first round. 2019, that's the year they had 100. Well, they win 62 games. 62. They got swept in the first round. 62 wins swept in the first round. Then they won two consecutive cups. Actually went to three straight cups. But won in 20 and 21, lost in 22. Like, like the orders, you know what? Went to the conference final. Then they lost to Vegas in the second round. Obviously disappointing both of them. But even the organization felt like maybe they took a bigger step last year. Now, obviously, the first 16 games have not gone according to plan at all. But you can never win a Stanley Cup early in the year. You can potentially lose it because if you fall too far behind, you never get to the postseason. So, Mike, they got to make the playoffs. And then after that, man, I don't know. I uh, I truly don't know if uh, if they can get in or not. So um, we'll have to see. Quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Mark Spector will join us from Florida. He had a sit-down chat with McDavid and Drysaddle, talking about something that I don't think anybody thought you would be talking about 16 games into the season. The order's power play struggling mightily. Connor McDavid being less than a point-a-game player. Drysaddle fanning on one-timers left and right. What's going on? We'll find out next on the Jason Greger Show, presented by... PlayAlberta.ca. Welcome back. Game day on Sports 1440 live on Oilers Nation YouTube. It's the uh, Oilers versus the Florida Panthers tonight. And, of course, if you missed it, Calvin Pickard will get his first start in goal for the Oilers. His first start in the NHL since January 28th, 2022. So, uh, you know what? Uh, it's been a while. He has made uh, 19 starts in the NHL in the in the last um, seven seasons. So not a. Let's be honest. I, I don't think this is the the long term answer for the Emtonors. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is a guy who's um, you know a surprise for sure. But we'll see. He will be tonight. And actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna see if Speck knows the answer to this question. I will uh, I will see. If uh, if Speck knows the uh, the answer to the question, or if any of you know the answer to the question, let's get to the uh, Speck report now. Brought to you by G S Construction. They are hiring, looking for great workers. If you're looking for a stable job for a stable company, who's celebrating their fiftieth year in business, it's a perfect time to get in, baby. If you love parties and a great company, go to Indeed.com and look up G S. Construction, as uh, Mark Spector from uh, Rogers Sportsnet joins us. Speck, how you doing? Hey, not bad. How you doing? Oh, good. And the uh, presser, uh, press row. I like They're it. Press row, baby. Ready to go. Let's okay. do it. Start now, game now, I'm ready. Let's see how much you know about the history of Edmonton Order goaltenders. Tonight, uh, Calvin Pickard will get his first start as an Oiler goaltender do you know he would be number blank as far as goalies to ever start a game in franchise history? <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to know that? <laughs> What's your guess, though, for fun? Uh, I don't know. They've been around for pushing 50 years. 
Uh, if you count the W, are we count WHA no, or NHL? Just, just NHL starts. Okay, 45 years. Let's say if it was two a year, it'd be 90, but they haven't used that many. I got uh, 46. Well, close. Uh, he will be the 55th <laughs> goalie to uh, start a game, and he'll be the <laughs> 62nd to play a game because Matt Berlin, Tyler Buns, Yan Denis, Stephen Valaket, Wayne Cowley, Mike Greenlay, Marco Barron, they all played games for the Orders, one to four, but never started a game uh, for okay. the Edmonton Orders. So, uh, yeah, he'll be the 55th goalie to uh, have a start. They've had 34 goalies start at least 10 games, so uh, not a whole bunch. Uh, when you can tell me if it gets tell me if it gets too loud here, but I got a skill testing question for you. Sure. What's his? What does uh, Calvin Picker's dad do? Oh, geez. He's, now his brother is his brother is also a goalie. Let's say Calvin Picker's dad is um, a marine biologist. No, he's an air traffic controller, which I think may give uh, Calvin Picker a little easier time recognizing what the Oilers are doing in their own zone some nights. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? That Tampa Bay game, Spec, to me, that's a that's a blow. They should have won that game. They were dominating yeah. for the first 40 minutes. And and I know you you, you sat down with McDavid and Drysaddle. I wrote about it uh, today how, like, it's funny to say, but the power play is killing this team right now. The first unit's 11.6% in their last 13 games, man. Like, in your conversation with those two, what's gone wrong offensively? What's What do they, they feel? I w- they, they wish they knew. I, I went into it with Connor, and to be honest, I didn't use it in my copy because it, it was – you know, that kind of stuff is pretty tough to write. But he was talking about the PK units that are playing against them, and they're doing something called a three-up. Yes. He's calling it a three-up. And and the gist of it is, you know how, you know, McDavid would curl on the left-hand side as you're looking at the goal. Bouchard would hit him just as he's curling, and he'd take the puck off the top of the left circle and be going down towards the net with speed. He calls it going downhill, Right. They call that going downhill towards the net. They've taken that away to a great degree. He gets that puck and there's someone standing in his face. Obviously, they've taken away the, the cross-ice pass to dry saddle because they're just not pulling that off much. So, you know, he said it's very effective and it's up to us to figure it out. He said we've had some luck against it, but we haven't had enough and we got to get better at it. He knows. They know, man. And they, I'm going to tell you, the big guys, I sense... They almost feel a little guilty after a game when you get three goals by fourth-line guys and one by a defenseman, and you lose when you score four in the road because none of the big guys with a power play got anything done. They don't like the feeling, McDavid and Drysaddle, that they were the guys that didn't hold up their end of the bargain. They're not used to that feeling, and they don't like it much. Yeah, no, I, I think that's totally valid. And, you know, like the odds would tell me eventually it's going to get going, Spec. Um like, the other thing is, Leon Dreisaitl is fanned on more one-timers this year than I think he did all of last season. Any answer to that? No, you know what? I said, basically asked him about that. He said, look, he said, obviously, I want to hit those and I want to score on them. I mean, that's, that's self-evident. But he said, which I thought was interesting, he said, I'm more concerned with the rest of my game. He said, how often, how much I have the puck, how I feel when I have the puck, you know, what I'm doing with it. He can, you know, we've watched him. This is one of the best passers in the league. His passing game has been very average this year. And I think the other thing we haven't seen, Jay, that I've always 
admired about his game is he controls the speed, right? He gets the puck. He shows you his back. You know, he, he makes that spin move. You're looking at his back end, and he, he, he's able to hang on to the puck, rag the puck. He's the guy that dictates how fast the game's going to get played at. We haven't seen much of that this year. He's Guys are getting the puck off him. He's not screening them off. So his passes aren't working. Guys aren't as open as they used to be. So don't ask me what the answer is. I can only tell you what the problems are, but that's the problem right now. Yeah. Oh, no, 100, uh, 100%. And so they got to figure it out. Uh, I love what you said. Like this, hey, it's a game of adjustments, and you, you've got enough skill that the order's power play needs to figure it out. It's just it's just that simple. So, uh, you know, I kind of look forward to seeing what they do. Uh, Florida spec a team, I, I guess, a little bit of a break because there's no bark off tonight. He's he's injured. But, man, Reinhardt's playing out of his mind. They got, they got Montour and Ekblad back. Uh, they got a really good top six right now. Like, this will be a tough test. But the thing was, like, I thought Edmonton actually played really well for 40 minutes. And then kind of the wheels fell off a little bit in the third period. But that game should have been over after 40 minutes. So, starts have been the one thing, Spec, despite their terrible record. Their starts, more often than not, have actually been pretty good. Yeah, yeah they've started well this year for most of the year. You know, Woodcroft used, on the few wins that they had this year, uh, he would use the word mature. You know, I, I thought that regardless of what happened in the first 40 minutes the other night in Tampa, you're leading 3-2, Yeah. right? So I, I thought I wanted, you know, I thought you would see a mature Oilers team come out in the third period. Limit chances, right? You know, try to exploit the other team when they're pressing and, and walk away. If you win 3-2 or 4-2 in an empty netter, that's what a mature team could have done. And they didn't look very mature, man. You know, they gave up, well, they gave up three goals in an empty netter in the third period. So I didn't like that. This, Jay, this team's won a ton of hockey games over the last two, three years. Like, I'm not saying they're world beaters, but they got a lot of W's here. 99 regular season games, five playoff rounds. And in that game, they're up 3-2 in the third period. They look like they didn't have a hot clue what to do with that lead, and I didn't like that much. Yeah, no, that's totally valid. I think that's a fair uh, that's a fair thing to point out uh, for them. So I, uh, I look at the order spec, and the good news for them is that there's kind of been the top six teams, the top three in each um, in each division have kind of uh, separated themselves. And the wild card race, St. Louis, Arizona, Seattle, Calgary, Edmonton, and Minnesota, like the, the orders aren't that far back. And none of those teams to me are like top of the line world beaters that would be so difficult to catch. But they just got to start winning. Like, they have won three out of the last four. They're not going to win every game. I understand that. But, um, like, I, I'm kind of curious to see how they respond tonight. And what do you make of Broberg coming in? Like, And is Ernie the guy coming out? Uh, I think so. That I wasn't – I think it's going to be Ernie. Uh, I'm not positive, And I'm not paying attention to the skate here or the pregame because I'm talking to you. So I believe that's what it was. This morning it wasn't clear because they just had an optional skate, so you really didn't know what was going on. Um, you know what? I think the new coach wants to get a look at Broberg here for sure. And I wouldn't put it past, you know, we always use the word showcasing. I hate that word. But I wouldn't put it past, you know, the fact that if I know this, they're desperately in the market trying to find a goal here. 
Jeff Jackson and Ken Holland, you know, there's goalies out there, I'm sure, but they're all either they're not much of an improvement or they're overpriced. And I'm not so sure that Broberg might not be one of the guys you got to give up to get him. So probably you should play this guy a little bit, get him playing. Uh, and I'll tell you this too: they are needs not being bad, but you know he's not a. I think that Broberg should get a chance to supplant Darnay. Darnay hadn't been that good. Yeah, no, that was exactly my point. The fourth line played quite well. Why go 11-7? and seven? I just would have said, hey, sorry, you know, Vincent comes out, uh, Broberg comes in. They obviously like DeHarnay on the penalty kill is what I'm guessing why uh, they're going to keep him in. And, and maybe they're right. Uh, we'll see. I just, I know you don't love it. I know a lot of the defensemen don't, don't, don't love the uh, the 11-6. and six. Um, While you're in Florida, Speck, and I'm not saying it's an option for Edmonton because uh, one bad contract, uh, Florida would never do Jack Campbell for Spencer Knight, but... What do you think the appetite is of the Panthers to potentially move on from him this year and free up that cap space and really go for a run for it? Do you think they would? Well, that's a good question. You know, it's, it's I don't know enough about Spencer Knight. He's had some issues down here, right? And some of them have been, you know, off ice. So uh, I'm not going to have an opinion without knowing all the facts here, and I don't know all the facts on Spencer Knight. His pedigree is really, really high. This kid was supposed to be the goalie of the future and they was going to allow them to try to move on from the, the contract they were going to be moving down here jay with sergey Bobrovsky, not spencer knight now all of a sudden last year Bobrovsky appears out of out of nowhere like the uh you know like a ghost <laughs> right the guy was nowhere for forever and then he takes him on a stanley cup run um so i i don't know i think i'd be intrigued if i thought that spencer knight had it together and was ready to be the goalie everyone thought he could be, I'd look hard at him. But I think I should also say to you, Jay, the Oilers have a goalie that hasn't been right always, you know, that's got some sort of confidence issues, let's say. Um, and maybe bringing in another guy like that's not always the greatest idea, you know what oh, I mean? No, yeah, I don't think it was for Edmonton. I wasn't saying that at all because uh, Florida, to, to get rid of him means, like, if Edmonton's bringing in a goalie, they're obviously going to try to get rid of Jack Campbell unless it's a guy on, like, a 775K deal, right? And they're just replacing Pickard. But there's no chance it would be Campbell for night. I was saying more Florida's appetite to trade him anywhere uh, yeah. and see teams be interested in it, right? So yeah. Well, they're stuck with Bobrovsky. They got a huge deal on him. It's it's bad enough you got to pay him ten million, but if he's going to give you Stanley Cup goaltending, you can live with it. Oh yeah, when he was sitting on the bench getting ten million, that it was killing. Him. Yeah, oh no, he he earned it last year for sure. You don't earn yeah. it, you don't earn it every year, but uh, he uh, he earned it last year for sure. And you know this year he's off to an okay start. Is he starting tonight or is it Stallers? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, Sorry, I've been talking to you and not watching the skate here. Okay, well, no, that's fair. <laughs> um, I know that, like, Bobrovsky, uh, Stolarz has started, I think, four games. Like, they really like to run Bobrovsky. Like, it's funny. They're they're one of the organizations that kind of bucks that trend. They're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to play our starter, like, 80% of the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bob's that guy. Like, in his prime, he played a lot of games. So, you know what? If he can handle it. I think what we're seeing in Skinner is what we saw in the playoffs last year is the guy who gave you three real good games, and then the fourth one was kind of not real good. So, you know, that's why we're looking. I'm looking down at uh, young Cal Pickard in the pipes tonight. And uh, you know what? I think Pickard can give – I'm pretty sure Pickard can give you one good game, right? I think he can give you one good game. The thing about a, a guy that's in the minors is 
You can't ask them to play two, three, and four good games. They don't need that from them. But tonight they need one. Yeah, that's that's totally fair, and it is Bobrovsky who's going to get the starting goal. Uh, Connor okay. Halley uh, was looking it up for us, so uh, Mark Spector joins us live in Florida. The Orders and the Panthers. Did you get a, any sense why, like, Raphael Lavoie's spec was sent down? It was just because they want him to play, and they're just going to run, I guess, obviously 11-7 and seven or 12-6. Or and six. Was that they just didn't want to carry the extra body? Because it's not really a cap thing anymore when they got guys oh. in LTIR. I think they feel like they got enough guys, and they don't want him hanging around here on the on the fourth line or in the press box. And I think both of us in this conversation would agree with that. Uh, I know there's people that say get him up on the first line, and I guess if the Oilers are willing to do that, he'd be here. But having a, a, a prospect and a young guy sitting on your fourth line or in the press box doesn't make any sense. So I think it's the right move. You know? This is a different team, Jay. Like, you know, if everything was right here, their fourth line would be like, you know, Yanmark would be on it. Uh, Derek Ryan would be on it. And then who? Like Adam Ernie or Sam Gagne, right? That's kind of your four fourth liners here, aren't they? Yeah, probably. Although Jay- Hamlin's yeah. is a center. I kind of like his and speed. Ha- well, when I got it. Sure. But then there's Hamlet too. And, I mean, nothing against any of those guys individually. But I don't see a fourth line there that I really love putting yeah. up against Colasar and those guys, Carrier, those guys down in Vegas, man, that's a giant mismatch. So they got to figure out a fourth line here. Uh, and right now, I, I'm not, I, I don't think making Lavoie part of that salad is doing anybody any good. You're probably right. Uh, Spec, enjoy the game. We will, uh, to, what, are you flying out tomorrow or what? Uh, yeah, the orders are taking a day off tomorrow. I will have a, uh, Really highly compelling uh, Q&A with the new coach, Chris Knobloch. I sat down with him yesterday. So uh, read sportsnet.ca. Find out uh, how your head coach met his wife, <laughs> among other things. And, uh, yeah, I'm flying into Raleigh tomorrow afternoon. The team will fly in there tonight, and they will not practice tomorrow. It is a, it is a NHLPA day off for the orders tomorrow. All right, Spec, uh, enjoy the game. Hey, thanks, Jake. That is uh, Mark Spector from uh, Roger Sports and joining us live in Florida. Now, I would agree with him that the makeup of a lot of those guys he mentioned doesn't match up against Vegas, and that's valid. So then, but then, um, then I could look and say, well, Lavoie, because he's six foot four, might be one of the guys who does. So I get playing him more minutes, but. Maybe you just have to learn to say, hey, man, you're going to have to learn to play, and i got to find as a coach a way to get you 10 to 11 minutes a night. And that's what we got to do. I think there could be an argument for that. I like you look, Kolasar didn't match. Kolasar became a better fourth liner. He wasn't, he wasn't a very consistent fourth liner early, but he became better. It's a real skill to be a consistent, contributing fourth line player. It is hard. You're playing 10 minutes a night. Some nights it's seven, depending on power plays and penalty kill, man. It's hard to get in the game. Really difficult. And the ones who can master that, man, that is such a skill. I think it's underrated. by, And it's not necessarily because they're bad players. It's just because not everybody's going to get minutes. Right? Like, no team runs, hey, we're going to have four lines and everybody's playing 13 minutes. Like, it doesn't happen. Seattle came close for a bit. But then now look at them. Right? Like, everything was utopia last year for them. Now it's kind of back to normal. It's just hard to to find those minutes, especially if you've got some elite players. Like, you're not going to play Jack Eichel. 
and your fourth line a two-minute difference in minutes every night. It's not going to happen. You're not going to do that with Connor McDavid. Right? You're not going to do that with Kucherov. Go down the list of, of teams. So to find players who can contribute in that 10-minute range, man, that's, that's like found money, but it's hard to find them. And, and I think they got to be good skaters and they got to be physical because they can be guys who can change the game momentum-wise with a big hit or a grinding type of line. And I'm not sure Edmonton has those guys right now. That's a challenge for sure. Quick break. We'll come back on Sports 1440 with five questions of the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca live on Orders Nation YouTube. 450, how are you? Welcome back. Jason Gregor Show. Sports 1440 presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Also live on Orders Nation YouTube. Uh, Lots of people. I I like it. Good options on ideas you have for uh, goaltenders. Kevin Woodley is coming up after 5 o'clock. If you want to find out about goalies, what about Yaro Halak? Uh, he was released from his PTO in Carolina. People are wondering, oh, does that mean he's signing somewhere else? Eh, maybe. But uh, I know he had good numbers in New York last year. Right? And now Woodley admittedly it says, you know, he's kind of biased towards Jaro Halak. So would he, uh, would he come? I know that Halak, the Rangers actually offered him a contract. Uh, now, it wasn't the 1.5, but they offered him a, a lower contract. He turned it down. And ended up uh, changing his agent. Supposedly there was something about, you know, they didn't want the money. I don't know. It was obviously sometimes you have to read the market. And yes, because you made 1.5 the year before, it doesn't mean the team still wants to pay that much for backup the next year. So that's just the reality of a tight cap. So they did offer him a contract, but they didn't sign it. So, and uh, they don't miss him now, but that doesn't mean he can't play. Would Yarrow Halak be an upgrade over Calvin Pickard? I, I don't see any way why it wouldn't be. Just based on the recent track records. Look how many NHL games Pickard's played. Look how many Halak's played. I just, I'm going off of that alone. Let's get to uh, five questions brought to you by The Brick. And they are committed to saving you more. Their holiday price guarantee. You can shop with confidence. Know that you're getting the lowest price. If you find a lower price before the end of the year, they'll refund the difference, including... Black Friday and Boxing Day prices. It's a pretty sweet deal at The Brick and TheBrick.com. It's time for five questions on The Jason Greger Show. All right, Greger, question number one. True or false? Callum Pickard's save percentage will be above 873 tonight as the Oilers take on the Panthers. Above now four seven three. That's a very specific number. What is that? Is that Skinner's number on the season? And Campbell's actually eight seven three save percentage. Really? Yeah. Holy doodle. <laughs> um, higher than eight seventy three. So let's say gives up three goals on thirty shots. That's nine hundred. So if it's three goals and twenty, yes, I'm going higher. Selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm taking higher. Can I ask how much higher? Ooh, no, that's a good question, man. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, I just got it. I'm trying to figure out what the number would be if, uh, if he's saving, um, um, on, I'm thinking the owners give up like 29 shots. So I'll say like eight, like I hope I'm wrong. I think they give up three, but they only give up 28 shots. So what's that? Like eight ninety. So that's what I'll say. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with you and trust try to will it into existence. Uh, 873 is pretty pretty not great. So I, I think he's going to have a little bit better of a performance. I'm not saying it's over 9, but I think it will be above 873. Question 2 for you. Right now, the Chiefs, 2.5-point favorites over the Eagles and maybe the best primetime game we might see all year. Do you think that they will cover? Whew, that's a good question, buddy. Um, well... T- it's hard. I guess there are one-point wins that happens, but, yeah, I think they'll cover. Like, if they're going to win, then they're going to win by three. But, man, I think this is like this is a really good game. Um, the thing about the Chiefs is just when you count them out or you think, oh, you know, all these wide receiver issues, they've had a bye week to figure it out. I think they will have a bigger production from their wide receiving core tonight, and that'll be the difference. Yeah, I, I, I've got the Eagles in this one. It'll be tough going into Arrowhead and getting it done, but I think the Eagles will do so. Uh, they're, they've got some just great weapons on offense everywhere. Defensively, they're stout. It's going to be a great matchup, and I think they get a little bit of revenge uh, for what happened at the Super Bowl last February. That's my pick. I've been wrong before. Question number three. In honor of last night's game, what was the best Grey Cup in your opinion? Huh. That's a good question, right? Like, it kind of all... Um, you know, it depends on on who you talk to. Like, I still remember the '89 one, the Tony Champion catch. That's one of the greatest ones I've ever seen. Um, but man, like you think about it, there's been a lot. Like, you know, uh, Edmonton and Montreal went to overtime in 2005. I thought that was an electrifying game. But I also, when they lost at Toronto and Hamilton in, in 1996, that was an unreal game. Um, Jeez, it's a good, uh, but you know, you know what the, the, 
I still might go with that Tony Champion because that's the catch that stuck with me for such a long time. And they didn't win, but it still stuck with me. So I will go with that one. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. I, I really enjoyed that 2005 game. Uh, as a fan of the double E, Machocha running on the field, you know, it was a, it was a good game. And you had the Black Eyed Peas at, Black Eyed Peas at halftime. So uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, top to, top to finish there, start to finish. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one for me. Uh, question number four. We'll stick with the halftime shows. And since I enjoyed the Black Eyed Peas back in 2005, uh, was Green Day the best halftime show in Grey Cup history? Oh, God. Um, you go first. You know what? I, I'm going to say yes. Now, I'll have to go back and do a little bit more research and get into all of them. But I just think it was such a good move by the CFL getting, you know, an established band that had the hits, knows how to put on a show, knows how to, you know, get the crowd going like Green Day. I like this setup they had. It wasn't a small little stage in the middle of the field. They had the big one at the end zone there. So I, I thought they actually did a really good job of putting on a show. So I'll say, yeah. And, you know, it, I thought, I just thought they put on a really good show. And, and the, like I said, they, they know how to work the crowd. They know how to get the job done, get them, get them going. So I think it was actually the best halftime show. It was really good. Um, the hip at BC Place was outstanding. Um, you know who else I really liked? And I can't remember the year. I want to say 08, but it might be 07. Was Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Remember that one? It was fantastic. So um, there's lots of good ones. Uh, I, it's hard to pick. I really did like Laugh Time, though, I will say. Like, I thought last night was excellent. So they, they I know, like, it was just, it was very simple but effective. And they played good songs. Um, yeah. So uh, that'll be good. Like, I, I, I remember I, I read they, they had ranked the best all time, and somebody put Shania Twain from 2000 because they had her, because she performed twice. But they included 2002, and I was like, no. She was lip-syncing. I, I'm sorry. That can never be considered one of the greatest ones ever. Like, give me a break. So, um, yeah, I like Lenny Crab. But you know what? I just thought the whole Grey Cup, from the halftime show to the game itself, was that was a big win. It was a big win for the league. And the Grey Cup games, it's rare that you have a dud. I'll say that about the Grey Cup games. Rare are there duds, the Grey Cup. Final question for you, Joel McHale. Uh, turns 52 years old. He's been in a few movies, TV shows in his time. Starred Community, which I think doesn't get the respect it deserves in terms of the great TV shows out there. So I want to ask you, what is one TV show that you think is just a little bit underrated? Yeah, because you know what's funny about television, like in any movies, or everybody, it comes down to what you value, right? And uh, And what you like. So, you know, I've I've joked about this from way back when, but um I will go I got to go with with recent shows. And uh it was only short-lived, but uh I don't know if you, did you ever see Counterpart Cons? No. I like no. I like I like Counterpart. I thought that was uh I was a pretty good show. Um I'm trying to think of another one. Um The uh oh man, what was it called? So it's the fact that I can't remember the names. It's, I'm not selling it very well right now. God, I'm going to have to look it up. But um, one of those uh, kind of like, uh, no, can't remember it, so I don't want to butcher it. I'll go with that one. You? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it kind of depends, right? Because we could say one and then all of a sudden people are saying, you know, I think that gets the credit it deserves. And 
whenever we talk about great shows, I'm just going one that I, you know, watched as a kid growing up was The Wonder Years. And I, I always enjoyed it. Maybe, maybe the age I was, it was just something that I could relate to. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 